0: Good morning everybody and uh, thank you for joining us this morning here at Skyway Driving School in East Edmonton for today's announcement and we begin with the Honorable Rajan Sani, Minister of Transportation.
1: Thank you Rob and good morning everyone. I'm pleased to be here on behalf of my government colleagues. I'd like to extend a special thanks to Mr. Sukhbal Bobby and Archpreet of Skyway Driving School for hosting this event. Thanks for letting us join and observe your work here this morning. Before the pandemic, most people didn't really give much thought to how goods were delivered to the stores that they shop in. But the pandemic proved to everyone in Alberta just how vital the commercial carrier industry is to meeting all of our needs. Whether we're buying food, medicine, or other essential goods, this industry is a key driver of our economy. And it is estimated that by 2023, there will be a shortage of approximately 3,600 commercial drivers in Alberta. That's why Alberta's government is working to reduce labour shortages in the commercial carrier industry by providing $30 million in grants over three years for commercial driver training. Building on the success of the Driving Back to Work grant program, the grants will reduce barriers to commercial driver training and address other training challenges. Up to 600 unemployed Albertans are expected to be supported annually through the Driving Back to Work grant program over the next three years. This grant makes it more affordable to take the training and testing, like mandatory entry-level Training or MELT, required to earn a Class 1 commercial driver's license. Funding will also be directed to supporting women returning to the workforce and underemployed Albertans to obtain a Class 1 driver's license. The province will also invest in training technology using online or virtual reality simulator training to reduce MELT training costs. All told, all told, our government is investing $30 million over the next three years. The breakdown of funding for commercial driver grants includes $6 million for the Driving Back to Work program, $3 million to support women returning to the workforce and underemployed Albertans, $1 million towards developing online and virtual reality simulator training methods. The Driving Back to Work grant program currently supports unemployed Albertans, including women, by covering 90% of Class 1 mandatory entry-level training. Since November of 2020, 800 individuals have received funding to complete the training and testing to become a Class 1 driver through the Driving Back to Work grant program. The funding I'm announcing today will fund up to another 600 driver trainees each year for the next three years. But that's not all. We're working hard to prevent future driver shortages. Currently, our Class 1 road tests are only on manual transmission trucks. Starting in 2023, I'm very pleased to announce that commercial drivers will have the option to do their Class 1 road test in either an automatic or manual transmission vehicle. This was something that I heard extensively from my stakeholders, so I'm very pleased to make this announcement today. This change recognizes the reality of the modern trucking industry, where more than half of the trucks on Alberta roads have automatic transmissions. To maintain our safety standards, drivers who are tested and passed on an automatic transmission will be limited to driving automatic trucks only. This will be done by adding a condition code on their driver's license much the same way we note a person's need to wear eyeglasses while behind the wheel. Drivers who want to remove the condition code can do so by taking a road test with a manual transmission vehicle. I'm extremely proud, very very proud to share this good news today and offer our continued support to this vital industry. Our government is committed to supporting our commercial carrier industry and helping unemployed Albertans get back to work. Thank you for your time, and now it is is my pleasure to welcome and introduce President and CEO of Women Building Futures, Carol Moen.
2: Thank you very much, Minister Sani, for uh, the opportunity for Women Building Futures to participate in this announcement, st- announcement today. It's very, very exciting times. I, uh, I would like to open with a quote from one of WBF's previous uh, Class 1 program graduates. Her name is Sierra, and she's now working as a professional Class 1 driver with Karen Transportation. My experience in the commercial driving industry has been so rewarding. I want women to know that they can have a successful and rewarding career in an industry that provides such essential services to every community in the province. So clearly, this is a very critical time to invest in the commercial driving industry in the province and of course across the country as well. And this needs to be done in order to address the critical labour shortage that's existing and that we know is even going to become more challenging in the future and ultimately that labor shortage is going to result in the loss of critical services for all of us of Albertans. So now's the time and I applaud the efforts of the government and Minister Sani in in making that a priority. As uh, as Sierra said, professional class one driving provides an absolutely tremendous career opportunity. There's room for growth, there's room for development, there's room for change. That's critically important to women but it's important to anybody that's entering a new career. WBF's mission Is economic security for women and careers in the driving industry can provide that economic security for women. Our graduates are excited, they're proud of themselves when they reach that financial independence and we continue to celebrate that with them as they move forward. We are absolutely confident with this announcement that we, through our efforts and the efforts of the province, are going to be able to connect even more women to economic security and really, really positive careers in the commercial driving industry. We, uh, we, look, we very much look forward to working with the Government of Alberta Ministry of Transportation to, first off, increase the awareness. The aware- Women need to be able to see themselves in those driver's seats. It takes people some time to consider a significant career change and we're committed to supporting with that awareness and then eventually getting a lot more women, very very capable women in those seats. So thank you very much. Chris Nash, the President of the AMTA is going to be joining us now.
3: Thank you. Honorable Minister Sani, uh, Ms. Mullen, i um, Mr. Tiwana and guests and media, good morning. I'm honoured to be a part of this exciting event today and I appreciate the opportunity to share a few words on behalf of the Alberta Motor Transport Association, also known as the AMTA. On behalf of the Alberta Motor Transport uh, Association's board of directors, including our board chair, Jude Groves, who is in attendance today, our staff and our most valued members, We applaud the Alberta government for this ongoing support. Minister Sani, thank you for your comments on behalf of the province and for making this announcement for for being a champion of the commercial transportation industry. Please pass on our deepest gratitude to your colleagues in government. Today's announcement recognizes the support of a safe, resilient, and evolving supply chain for all Albertans. This funding will help remove roadblocks and will promote and solidify career pathways to help maintain a efficient transportation of people and goods in this province and beyond. It'll help find solutions to the significant commercial driver shortages we are facing today and will only get worse if actions such as this are not taken now. The Driving Back to Work grant will provide a much needed assistance for hundreds of new entrants to require financial support to become a Class 1 driver in Alberta. The funding will help attract more women who are vital to our industry through innovative initiatives and programs. And the development of an online virtual simulation technologies will facilitate a realistic, real-world driving environment in driver training. Commercial carriers take great pride in the safe and efficient transport of people and goods that benefit all Canadians. Since 1938, the AMTA has been the voice of the commercial transportation industry in Alberta, advancing its members and interests through safety programs, progressive policy, and strategic partnerships. And our industry is rapidly changing, and the need for skilled professional drivers has never been greater. The AMTA will continue to work closely with governments, industry, and other stakeholders to collaboratively, collaboratively identify opportunities and propose and implement solutions that will keep our economy moving and growing, which is what makes this morning's announcement so timely and important. Over the next three years, our industry will become stronger, safer, more resilient, and reflect a broader and more diverse workforce. And this is possible in large by part in thanks to the support of the provincial government. Ultimately, this will directly benefit all Albertans. And to that end, I again express our gratitude on behalf of the industry and everyone in the MTA for this support. And I thank Skyway Training for being able to host this event today. So very appreciated. And now I'd like to bring uh, invite up from Skyway, Ashpreet Tuana, manager of Skyway, to say a few words.
4: Good morning, everyone. I'd like to thank everyone gathered here. Uh, I would like to welcome Mr. Minister Saani, Carol Mohan, Chris Nash, and our, all of our special guests today. We are honored to have all of you here at Skyway Driving School. We just moved here a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it is a pleasure to have everyone here at our new home. Uh, we have been in business for over two and a half years. We have graduated over 150 students in this time period. and. Uh, Following graduation, these students have been able to find jobs in B.C., Alberta, and uh, as far as Ontario. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, my dad, Bobby Twarna, my Uncle Sokopal, and my Uncle Rugbeer uh, Jason, and all of our instructors who value all the students' time and uh, their needs, just like the minister here herself. She gave us a chance all, to all the driving schools. To, uh, she gave us an opportunity to express ourselves she listened to our suggestions, our concerns, and issues. And uh, today is a great indication that she is acting on the on all the issues and concerns that we have. And uh, all the the automatic transmission vehicles starting next year will help all the. Uh, Sorry. Today is a great indication that she's already started taking action. We applaud the minister and her team for providing Class 1 road tests on automatic transmission vehicles starting next year. I'm confident that this move will see an increase in women taking a seat behind the wheel. On behalf of us and all the other driving schools, I would like to thank the minister and everything she's doing for Alberta Transportation. We look forward to working with her in the future and make Alberta an industry-leading province. Once again, I would like to thank everyone gathered here, and we we cannot wait to put more drivers on the road. Thank you, guys. Arshpreet, Arshpreet,
0: thank you, Minister, and Carol and Chris. Um, don't go anywhere. We have uh, some members of the Skyway uh, Driving School team that uh, have a bit of a presentation for the minister.
4: Sure. Come sir. on over, gentlemen. Sure. That's uh, so. That's Sukball, uh, Prabjitwana, and sir They're the owners of the three major driving schools in Alberta. And uh, they would like thank to present you. something to the thank minister herself and like to thank her for everything she's done for us.
5: <laughs> thank
1: yep. you. Thank you so much. Gentlemen. There we go. <laughs> you. you must know I love flowers. <laughs> 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 thank you very, very much. Awesome.
2: Thank you. All colors. <laughs> very kind of you. Thank you all.
0: We do have a... Uh, can we... Just a, just hold tight, gentlemen. We have a um, couple of uh, media members on the line this morning. Um, and it would be a, uh, a question and a follow-up. Operator, could you put through the first caller, please?
2: Our first question comes from Josh... Aldridge, Calgary
6: Herald. Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my questions. This first question is for the minister. I, I just want to be clear this $30 million, uh, this has to clear the budget, correct? And will there be additional supports available to address these issues in the trucking industry when it comes to uh, <coughs> excuse me, recruiting and retaining drivers?
1: Thank you, Josh, for your question, and the answer is potentially. $30 million is a start. It's $10 million per annum for the next couple of years. And uh, as we navigate through the landscape and have a better understanding of what the needs are, there is potential for additional supports. I think this is a great place to start, and we will have a number of unemployed and underemployed Albertans who will have the opportunity to get their Class 1 melt license. But uh, we, we don't exactly know what, um, what is going to transpire in in the coming year. I mean, with all the supply chain issues that we've been experiencing, we might have to modify our, our policies and strategies. So, again, in answer to your question, potentially there could be more supports coming forward.
0: And a follow-up, Josh? Uh, yeah, this is for Chris
6: Nash. Uh, Chris, how, how did we get to this point where Uh, I think we talked earlier in the year, you're estimating over 4,000 drivers supposed to shortage. Uh, Government's now saying 3,600 by 2023. But how did we get to this point where we have this large of a shortage of drivers? Uh, What are the root issues, and will this funding effectively uh, cut that shortage uh, beyond just uh, recruitment of 600 drivers, potentially 600 drivers over the next three years?
3: Excellent. Thanks for the question, Josh. No, when we look at how the driver shortage, how we got here and how we're addressing it, it really comes down to the fact that we have more people exiting the industry than entering. And the, the, the large need for a career pathway into industry needs to be clear and it needs to be longevity has to be there for it when we see there's not credentials that follow you as a driver it makes it a challenge to come in the industry with this announcement today to start to develop and solidify those pathways is critical into inviting people into an industry that most folks maybe didn't consider Um, when we look at it for even with our our friends here at wbf three percent of our industry is women so having the opportunity to create credible pathways into an industry that has great return and frankly is, is critical to Alberta's infrastructure, it's the backbone when we see 51% of our GDP moving on the back of a truck. We need to make sure that those pathways and we have a strong, safe, resilient supply chain going forward that is ready to evolve with all the new technology and new needs that are coming with us today. So is, does that answer your question, Josh?
0: I think it does. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you. Chris. Thank you, Josh. Operator, the next caller, please.
3: Kevin
1: Nimick, CTV.
5: Hi,
3: Minister. I have two unrelated questions uh, to today's news conference. Sorry about that. The city of Calgary says it wants to legalize road hockey and
5: other street sports, but the Alberta Traffic Safety Act stands in the way. Is this an issue you plan to address, and if so, how?
1: That is such a great question. I grew up playing street hockey with my brothers and my cousins and my neighbours. And so I understand how important it is for communities, for families, for children. And this issue just came to my attention, um, just actually in the last day or so. So I will actually liaise with um, city councillors as well and look into what we can do with the Traffic Safety Act. If there are any changes that need to be made, I will explore that. But I know that municipalities have the... um, we have the authority to have special events and to mark off certain streets uh, if that uh, needs to be done. If there's an event that's happening, but but beyond that, um, I'm I'm very supportive and I will explore ways to work with the, with the city to see what we can do to make sure that kids continue to play safely and uh, and are safe within their communities as well.
0: Follow up, Kevin.
5: Yeah, the UCP board abruptly changed the
3: rules for the vote on the Premier's leadership, some within the party are taking issue specifically with the limit for voting on people who had a party membership prior to the 19th of March. Should that eligibility be reopened to allow people who buy a party membership, say, right now, to vote?
1: That's an interesting question, and I just found out, like everybody else did, that uh, the situation had changed, and I understand that there were some safety considerations that were were being examined, and that's why the the rules I guess had changed um, to to mail in ballots. I don't know enough about the background as to how these changes were considered. I obviously wasn't part of that conversation. I haven't spoken to my caucus colleagues about this yet or anybody in the party, so. I will have to reserve my comments to just that because I don't like to comment on on matters unless I'm fully informed.
0: Kevin, thank you. Operator, the next caller, please.
1: Catherine Gurgowski, Alberta Today. Hi, thanks for taking my
5: question. Um, so I actually didn't even know that um, these type of trucks could be automatics, and um, I, I assume that um, these changes... To operator your license to allow for automatic is to tap into that market who might not be able to drive a stick, but I'm wondering what's the supply like for these automatic trucks like do we do we have if if we train the drivers, do we have the the trucks to be able to drive?
1: We actually do have the trucks in fact, I was speaking to um, a gentleman earlier today who said that his entire fleet of trucks are automatic, so They are out there, and this was clearly a request and, in fact, a demand that was articulated by many people in the industry. So I think this will be good news. People will be very happy once they hear that this is a possibility, and it will open up opportunities for for people who are more comfortable testing on an automatic. Um, Chris, would you like to substantiate that? I'll ask the expert to weigh in as well.
3: Thank you, Minister. Yeah, when it, when it comes to an automatic transmission, it just goes to the broader picture of the new technologies on what trucking is doing today to create efficiencies and create a more safer environment as well. When we look at the automatic transmission specifically, the shifting, the drive line, everything that goes with it, we see benefit. So... We've seen carriers as large as 2,000 trucks have moved to fully automatic transmissions. We're we're seeing the benefit from it, and that's what we were hearing and why we needed to work together to find a solution for
0: that opportunity for drivers to test on an automatic transmission. Chris, thank you. Catherine, do you have a follow-up?
5: Yeah, um, so obviously the, the melt requirements for Class 1 have, have been a barrier, and so that's where the majority of the funding is going toward today. But I'm wondering uh, what the the labour needs are like for some of the Class 3 drivers, like for Hydrovac and snowplow drivers, those, those type of things. Um, is there going to be any funding for those type of drivers?
1: At this point, we're focusing on class one melt because that is the greatest need and that comes from our engagement with stakeholders and commercial carriers. But certainly the door is open if we're seeing labor shortages in those other areas that you just mentioned. We're definitely willing to have those conversations because ultimately, at the end of the day, There's not a lot that government can do about supply chain disruptions, etc. But we can impact labour policy, and we really do want to tackle this issue of labour shortages. So, again, we are focusing on Class 1 melt at this point.
0: Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Minister. Thank you, guests. That does it for today's news conference. Have a good day.
1: Thank you, Rob. Thank you, everyone.